0: the Ain't No Fang podcast
1: from Arizona sports. Ain't No Fang.
0: The Arizona Diamondbacks decided to bring in some familiar faces. I'm Steve Zinsmeister with Cody Fincher on the Ain't No Fang podcast. And like I mentioned, two names that you might recognize will be joining the Arizona Diamondbacks organization this week. Number one, let's start here, Cody. Let's start with former Cy Young award winner, Dallas Keuchel returning, well, I shouldn't say returning, coming to the desert to reunite with his former pitching coach, Brent Strom. That's the obvious connection. Mm -hmm. He's 34 years old, had uh, spent some time with the Chicago White Sox where he was not so good this season, 4.79 ERA this season. Could he rekindle some of his long-lost magic with his former pitching coach? Well, it's worse
1: than that, Steve. That ERA is 7.88. Just the season, yeah. Oh, I wrote down. Oh, I'm, I wrote down his entire time in Chicago. Yeah, it hasn't been horrible in Chicago. Eh, this it's season, still not good. Yeesh, it's it's almost eight. Yeah, he got a he got a big a big deal from the White Sox after he spent won that Cy Young award in Houston and all that. Um, that was twenty fifteen. That but, was a while ago. But yeah, you're right. Like it, this is it's just the, the Diamondbacks aren't responsible for any of that big money. You know what I mean? Like if they're not paying any of what the White Sox gave him, they're not, they, they released him, they DFA'd him. Um, so if this is, I think a veterans minimum minor league contract thing for the Diamondbacks. So it's really a no risk possible reward for the Diamondbacks because like you said, Brent Strom was his pitching coach when he was in Houston and when he was good in Houston um, and Brent Strom, like we've seen has, has, I don't know I don't know if he's some kind of wizard or what I don't know what he is but he, he's he's the starting pitching has been way better this year than it has been in the uh the past couple of years so I think those two things are correlated yeah, yeah, yeah I think they yeah. I think that's fair they to say. they might be yeah I don't yeah. know um yeah but Dallas Keuchel 2 and 5 this year at the White Sox a 7.88 ERA in 8 starts uh, a 2.16 Oof. whip only 20 strikeouts in 32 innings pitched he's getting rocked and yeah and he doesn't he's he never he's never thrown hard or anything like that but he's just not pitching well um so it, i mean I don't really see the 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 any downside of signing him and trying to see if they can get anything out of him. Uh, they do have a spot in the rotation that is available and kind of uh, open now that Humberto Castellanos is on the injured list with a forearm or elbow problem. I can't remember it, one of the two. Um, something in the something arm. elbow and it's <laughs> not great. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, Dallas Keuchel, sure. It's a it's a decent move. Um, We'll see what he's got. Apparently, he has, like most veteran players that get signed to minor league contracts, um, he has an opt-out available to him if he's not called up to the big league club by the end of this month. So, Yeah,
0: because he was placed in Reno. Yes, he's AAA, in AAA. Reno. A. Yep. Um, like you mentioned, the money, not really a factor. Yeah, a veterans minimum kind of thing, so it's not a huge uh, risk like you mentioned. But I, with that fifth spot in the rotation, I can understand a team... And the Diamondbacks are this team right now. They are somewhat competitive. They're hovering Mm -hmm. around 500. They have a shot at one of the now three wild cards because playoffs got expanded. And while you're in contention for that, yeah, take a swing on a guy who had some former glory and is reuniting with somebody that you really like in your pitching staff. Yeah, why not? I I I get that. I do still, and you've said this week after week after week, so I'm stealing it from you. I do still want to see Corbin Martin. I do still want to see more of Tyler yes, Gilbert. Yes, please. Tyler um, Gilbert starting today, by the way. Right. In the game against the, the Reds. So. so at least in the immediate, this is not going to impact that. Um, but I do want to see those young guys. I think if we get to the point where we're in late July and the Diamondbacks are not competing for that wild card, Then I think we start to see an organizational shift, and maybe Dallas Keuchel doesn't need to be here. Yeah. Um, But in the in the immediate, yeah, they're contending somewhat uh, for that wild card. I like this opportunity. I like it for Dallas Keuchel. A chance for him to kind of rekindle something that he's missed for the last couple of years. And who better to do it with than your former pitching coach, who's done wonders for other players in this organization? Yeah, I like it a lot. And the opt out, yeah. That that fits for him. It, it works on all levels
1: for me. Well, what I what I'm guessing will happen is he'll probably get not really it's not a rehab start but he'll probably get a tune up in, in Reno yeah. and then they'll call him up and then then he'll really be reunited with Brent Strom because Brent Strom obviously I mean I'm sure he's talking to Dallas Keuchel and AAA Reno but he's not hands on with him so they'll want to get some hands on uh, you know dealings with Brent Strom and Dallas Keuchel so uh, I, I'm guess that's what I'm guessing will happen I don't know he'll probably get some warm up outing a tune up in Reno and then get called up uh, when and this spot in the rotation that's today with Tyler Gilbert starting in Humberto Castellanos' place. When that spot rolls around again, well, I'm guessing that's what we'll see. But yeah, I'm intrigued. That um, could be what, like this weekend or maybe early next week, five days from now. Probably early next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, I don't. And it all depends on if they are going to do that with Dallas Keuchel. Otherwise, why send him to Reno? I don't. There's no really reason to send him to Reno unless he's going to get some kind of tune-up start. Well, and the plan. Um, the plan could be several of those. It could be multiple. I mean, if the opt out is for the end of the month, today is what yeah, he June seven. Yeah, he can get a couple starts in.
0: Yeah, he could get a few before, before they bring him up. up by the sure. end of the month.
1: And uh, could they could they call him up on on uh, June thirtieth and send him back down? <laughs> so he can't opt out. You could. I um, mean, that would be kind of. Here is what that I would be kind of mean. Here is what I don't want to happen
0: because I feel like this has happened with a few players internally in this organization. Yeah. I don't want them to use him for one start and it goes bad and then they cut him. Right. And my reasoning for that is because I feel like it does a disservice to the confidence of the player. And if if we're really invested in this Keiko thing, I know we don't have a lot invested monetarily. Yeah. Or or even like positionally. But if we're gonna try this, let's try this. Let's give it a try. Yeah. Let's not bring him in, have one bad start and I go, ooh, I don't know. Like is this a is this a tryout? Or is this an opportunity? Right. I feel like those are two different things. Yeah, definitely. And like with the Caleb Smith thing, I feel like they pulled the hook really quick on him at the beginning yeah. of the season. They did it two years in and a that's row. That's the guy you traded for and traded a and really is good player. In your for. organization and is young, yeah. relatively ish. Yeah. yeah. So if we're going to try this Keichel thing, I want to see a couple outings. I don't want it to be like one rough outing and then all of a sudden we, we yank him.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean, I agree. I want to see, I want to see him get a couple of opportunities. Um, I'm still with you. I'm I'll say it till he gets a shot. I want Corbin Martin to get a shot in the rotation. Yeah. He's starting in AAA, So maybe that's the next step is him actually starting for the Diamondbacks big league club. Um, but yeah, Dallas Keuchel. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a low-risk, potentially high-reward move for the Diamondbacks. His his pitching coach where he was at his best in Houston winning a Cy Young Award. I can't remember what year that was. 2015? Okay. Uh, Seven years Brent, ago. Yeah. Brent Strom is was his pitching coach back then, and maybe you find some lightning in a bottle there i don't know but um it's i, I think it's worth i think it's worth the uh, there's not even no risk there's no risk it's a minor league deal i'm gonna say it's worth the risk there is no risk yeah. if it doesn't work out oh well sorry we cut him and then we put just, tyler gilbert back in the it, rotation. It, Correct. exactly or that's Corbin exactly Martin. what happens um so yeah i'm intrigued to see what he's got um 34 years old so not super old but left-handed he's older than madison bumgarner isn't that weird Matt um, Bum's like
0: 31. No, that's not that weird to it's me. That's kind of weird. I think it's only Matt weird... Bum just acts like such an old man. No, but I think the reason that everyone thinks Bumgarner's older than he is is because he found such peak success very early in his yeah. career.
1: I mean, he came up you feel, and they won the World Series a bunch of times. You feel like he's been around forever right. when he really hasn't been around He was a World Series forever. hero when he was super young. Yeah.
0: That's why... I mean, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Most World Series heroes are like veterans or they've been around the block. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's why we think that way about Bumgarner. Speaking of low-risk moves, Cole Tucker is a name that you might recognize. Yes. He was a first-round pick in 2014 of the Pittsburgh Pirates. As recently as 2019, he was in their top five prospects. Mm -hmm. And he is, I think he's in his mid-20s now, 25 or something like that. And he was uh, released by the Pittsburgh Pirates, picked up by the Arizona Diamondbacks. He is an Arizona native. He He is came out of Arizona. I think he was Mountain Point High School. Yeah, I think that sounds right.
1: Um, He was like I have it right here. Yes, Mountain Point High School. He was
0: one of the top two players in Arizona at the time he graduated. Like I mentioned, high draft pick, high prospect. Um, For whatever reason, just didn't work out in Pittsburgh. This year, he's slashing one seventy five, one seventy five, two twenty two. That's
1: pretty atrocious. I mean, he's a career. He's a career two eleven hitter.
0: He was also placed in Triple A Reno. Um, I have to think that the decision to bring him in is two pronged. Uh, a little bit because he's from Arizona, and a lot bit because Nick Ahmed goes down with another injury. And you're just looking for some sort of insurance at shortstop. Well, and you're just excited because he's dating Vanessa Hudgens. And you oh, I like to Vanessa see more Hudgens of her. a lot. Yeah. I like her a lot. She <laughs> was in my favorite movie of the year last year. What movie was tick, that? Tick, tick, boom. Oh, I never saw that. Andrew Garfield. That's a musical. You wouldn't like it. I I feel like I'm not
1: completely against
0: musicals I'd never saw that one. It's like a very good homage to uh, a lot of Broadway history. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's very cool. But anyway, yeah, she's (laughs) a great actress and she happens to be with Cole Tucker, but random, but as far as the player fit, um, this feels a lot like when they brought in Sergio Alcantara to me, you know, where Alcantara gets brought into the organization and uh, maybe Cole Tucker gets a little bit of play, maybe a little bit, um, but I, mean, I think that's all it is—is is a holdover. And
1: he's a good defender. He's primarily played at shortstop. He's also played in the outfield quite a bit. Honestly, I didn't know that about him. He's played 56 games in the outfield, 40 in right field, 22 in center field. He's played his most games at shortstop, though—65 games. Started. At I expect shortstop. to see him mostly in the infield. Yeah. So, uh, and he's a uh, he's a career. Uh, fielding percentage of nine seventy nine, so it's pretty good. Ninety seven percent, only a few errors, but yeah, his. I mean, he's a career two eleven hitter. Uh, he has five home runs in his four years, thirty five RBIs. Um, so, I mean, it's not. He's not hitting. That's th- that's probably why he was uh, DFA'd by Pittsburgh of all places. But yeah, I mean, it, that again, it's a low risk. You claimed him off waivers he's probably he probably got some years left on his contract if you if you need to if you want to keep him, if you think you can fix him, you think you can get him hitting. Um, yeah, I'm I'm totally okay with that. I was hoping they would kind of do that because and then yeah, like you said, Nick Ahmed, what does that say about his potential uh injury with his with his shoulder? How bad is his shoulder? Is How he gonna, long term Is will he be? gonna need surgery? Is yeah. he gonna be out for a while? Because otherwise you just have Geraldo Perdomo and that's your shortstop. He's played every day at short, you really have no backup there. Um, outside of some minor league guys, but again, like you're not, you're you, Sergio Alcantara is gone. He's on another team. Um, they've kind of had a rotation of this guy, like yeah. a version of this guy, the last couple of years. Yeah, Ildemaro
0: Vargas was the same way. Sure, he was kind of that tweener, like you know, too good for AAA, but not really yeah. <laughs> an awesome major league hitter. Yep. Um, so, uh, this is their latest attempt. Again, he's at AAA, so I don't even know when, if, when they might bring him up. Yeah. Um, just got the most recent D backs roster move uh, to my inbox just now. Tyler Gilbert recalled for today's start. You mentioned that earlier. And they optioned Taylor Widener to AAA Reno in order to make that move. We might see Cole Tucker sometime in the near future. It might happen soon. Um, I would anticipate that he gets at least a look in the major leagues. I don't think you bring him in. Without the intent to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah. He's going to
1: be there eventually. Yeah, I think so. Um, Will he play a lot? Probably, probably not. not. I mean, I still think it's Perdomo's job right now. Um, but again, he can play multiple positions. He can play shortstop. He can play – he's played games at second base. And he's played games in the outfield. So um, – They're pretty thin at all those spots. Yeah, I mean – Like, so, depth-wise. Right. And – if he can give you a little bit something something with the bat, that's his biggest thing, right? He's not hitting. He just doesn't hit. So uh, that's a thing they'll have to address with him and try to correct. But um, I'm not sure if this is a long play type of move. Um, I'm not sure how many years he's got on it of control. But, I mean, he's pretty young and hasn't played a ton in the majors, so he's probably got a few years of control. I can look it up real fast. I don't think they do this without Nick Ahmed's injury. Sure. You're probably right about that, honestly. I mean,
0: it, it would be nice to have that depth, I guess. But, I mean, if you just need a body, I mean, I'm sure they have them in the minor leagues. So um yeah it's an intriguing move the name rings a bell to a lot of people in arizona and he has a celebrity girlfriend so i mean that's what's going to get the most talk i i guarantee you that's what'll get the most talk uh From on you. social From no you. i'm I, i'm not even so much worried about that yeah. i don't i'm interested to see what his role in the major leagues is if he does end up playing
1: some outfield if he does move to second base yeah a he, bit. he's got a lot of uh years of team control left yeah he, he is uh, arbitration eligible th- until the twenty twenty seven season. I want to say so. he hit a home run in his first career game too. I think you're right about that. Not that that's like a huge indicator. It's cool, but something. it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not like oh, you're going to be great. Right. A right. lot of guys have done that. All right, but so- yeah, that's that, that. I I like the moves. I like the two moves. I like okay. bringing in Dallas Keuchel. I like bringing in Cole Tucker. Um, they cost almost nothing. Cole Tucker is basically insurance at this point because it, it doesn't look. I mean the last we've heard Nick Ahmed is being shut down indefinitely that was the term that was used indefinitely and that's right. never a good sign so i mean yeah you need you need some depth you need because now your depth used to be Josh Rojas Josh Rojas used to be able to be plugged in here and there and, and Everywhere, but now he's your everyday third baseman, so you need that guy to help you know take the load off of some other guys. Like, because Cole Tucker, like I said, can play multiple positions, including the outfield, so you can pretty much put him in anywhere. And not that this really plays into it any at all,
0: but you've got Jordan Lawler, your first round pick from last year, top five pick, I think he was, yeah. Uh, who's a shortstop, and he's out indefinitely as well with uh, bone growth in his back, I think it was. So, yes. I mean, not Alexander. that that impacts this decision, but that's another
1: shortstop in your organization. How many shortstops do you have in an organization? Like, I don't know, 10 or 12 Yeah, I'm, the only, total? The only other guy that comes to mind off the top of my head is Blaze Alexander. Is he playing primarily shortstop? I think so. Okay. But I don't know for sure. I haven't really looked. He's got a killer arm. Yeah. I know that about him. He's got a cool name. Well, yeah, Blaze. That's a <laughs> super awesome name. They, the Diamondbacks have a lot of guys with cool names. Seth Beer, Blaze Alexander, Stone Garrett, yeah, Buddy Kennedy. They do have some really good names. Some good baseball names. I even like like Slade Jazz Chisholm, Slade that guy?
0: Slade, Slade. That's a cool name. Slade. I feel. Are they drafting secretly based on how cool your name is? <laughs>
1: Because like if that's the case, I feel like I might have a chance. That's like the people that fill out their March Madness bracket, how cool the mascot is or something like that. Right. All right, so two low-risk moves.
0: Doesn't cost the Diamondbacks much. Maybe they rekindle some of the magic that Dallas Keuchel had in Houston.
1: Maybe Cole Tucker turns into a little bit of something at the shortstop. I like some moves. I like them. They're, I think we both they like can, them. They, they can help this team right now um, if, they, if they get called up soon, Hopefully. Um, I think they can help right now if, if if they, you know, if if Cole Tucker can start hitting a little bit and Brent Strom can figure out something with Dallas Keuchel, I think these are two good signings. We will soon find out whether or not those two players will make a dramatic
0: impact for the Major League Ball Club. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast where we do these... Oh, regularly. This one kind of an emergency podcast because of two big signings for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I'm Steve Zinsmeister for Cody Fincher as well. You've been listening to the Ain't No Thing podcast here at arizonasports.com and on the Arizona Sports app.